0: Welcome to day 119 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings which can be found in Psalm 102 to Psalm 104 with a focus on Psalm 104 verses 10 through 13. You make springs gush forth in the valleys, they flow between the hills, they give drink to every beast of the field, the wild donkey quenches their thirst. Beside them, the birds of the heavens dwell. They sing among the branches. From your lofty abode, you water the mountains. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. That last verse, that last line of the last verse. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. Often when we think about salvation and when we think about God's plans, we think about it intrinsically being about us. And it is but it's about everything else as well. All of creation fell into sin. All of creation suffered because of the sin of Adam and Eve. And through Christ's redemption, while we find forgiveness of sins, we still sometimes look around and see that we live in a world that is not in its glorified state. Often when we talk about uh, the afterlife, heaven, new heaven, new earth, you know, sometimes growing up, a lot of the focus was on heaven, oh, we'll live in heaven, and we'll be in heaven, and it'll be streets of gold and, you know, amazing and beautiful and the glory of God will be all around us, and that's exciting, and, and I, I'm very much excited for that, but I also think about the fact that creation itself groans for God. Right? You see natural disasters, you see the fact that the very laws of the universe while well, still there's law and order to them, there's seems like there's a lot of chaos and destruction and I I think about what the world will be like especially when reading verses like this it's very descriptive about God and the valleys and the hills and the animals and the foundations of the world this this whole psalm and it makes me wonder what a renewed world will look like not just my body not just you know my spirit not just being in the presence of the Lord God Almighty complete and full but What the new earth will be like. How much greater will it be? And I mean, when I read this, it makes me think of some of my favorite camping trips. It makes me think of those beautiful hikes where you stand on top of a mountain and you just see these rolling hills and these billowing clouds and this crystal blue sky. And and you're just captivated by the glory of God. I don't know if you've ever had a moment like that where for some reason nature just seems to be screaming at you that this is the most perfect, serene place. And how much more so will that peace and the glory of God scream when creation is no longer tainted by the sin of the world and by the sin of, of mankind? And I, I, people get into arguments all the time about global warming and whatnot, and I'm not here to discuss that, but there is a sense of stewardship that we were entrusted with, right? God asked us to be stewards of the garden and stewards of the earth and have dominion, and sometimes we misinterpret dominion as I can do whatever I want with this. And the fact of the matter is, is I, I actually prefer the idea of we were given stewardship of the earth. In other words, we're taking care of it until we can give it back. And sometimes I look around and I go, whether you believe in global warming or not, we're not doing a fantastic job <laughs> of being stewards of this planet. All these wonderful animals and insects, this planet, incredible, vast planet filled to the brim with other creatures to discover and and to learn about. And at times I go, hmm, have I been a good steward of what God's called me to? And of course, you can't hold the onus of all of mankind on you. I mean, you can't stop, you know, the billions of tons of pollution that get pumped into the air as an individual. But as individuals, we can take care of the little patch that God's entrusted us to right we don't necessarily have to change the world but we can we can start with the patch of the world that we have and i know some people might feel this is a controversial topic or even a little silly at times but the fact of the matter is is the bible calls us to stewardship stewardship of the earth. And when I read this psalm, I'm like, I don't want this majesty. I don't want these these attributes that the psalmist is using to exemplify God, which is by looking at creation and just seeing its splendor. I don't want that to subside. I don't want that to feel lessened or cheapened. And today it spoke to me. It spoke to me about my own areas where I could be doing a little bit better on just taking care of what God's entrusted me to, just to, even even around even around the bed. Because it is a beautiful world. And we can take care of it. And then there's also the hope that it's going to get even cooler when it's restored. I hope I hope these psalms, and they're, the, all three of them are very different and cover very different themes. But this one really spoke out to me today. And it just made me think about going for a long walk. And I, I hope while you're reading scripture, it speaks to you and it, and it makes you want to move whether in the spiritual or in the physical because that's what scripture should do and and that's what creation should do and that's what conversations with other Christians should do it should inspire us growth and movement and I hope that these interactions even even with me on this time that you are you feel encouraged and your weights feel lifted and, and you feel like you can move forward in different ways May you be encouraged by the word and may you be built up in your spirit today. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.